friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I am your host, Annie F. Downs. I hope you've had a really great summer. I cannot believe it is already over. Feels like it went by super fast to me. We had a really fun summer in the office, as you probably saw if you keep up with us on social media and Instagram, Twitter, on Snapchat. We had a super fun summer with great interns and great people working together. We just loved it. I'm still sad they're gone. They've only been gone like a week and a half, and it just feels very sad in the office. April, who works full-time for us here in Nashville, and I sat in the office yesterday and just thought, oh, this doesn't feel right. The interns are gone. It was very sad. (laughs) It was very sad. So, But the fall is here, and it kicks off all sorts of new stuff. Um, Welcome to August. It is significantly cooler than I thought it would be in Nashville. I hope you are enjoying the weather where you are. My friend Carrie is in California, and I saw that they're already wearing long sleeves, and I was like, come to us in Nashville. I cannot wait. Um, I am so excited to be back with you to have another episode of the podcast with you. Um, Today, we actually just recorded this episode this week with one of my favorite friends here in Nashville. He is a photographer. You'll hear us go through all his job descriptions in a few minutes. His name is Jeremy Cowart. I know the Cowarts because a few years ago, six years ago, actually, right after I moved to Nashville, my very first job here in town was being their nanny for their two young kids. Now they have four kids, the two that I nannied and two they've adopted from Haiti. They are beautiful, beautiful children and so fun to be around. I actually just ate dinner with them a few nights ago and totally loved it. So I wanted to have Jeremy on the podcast because he has this really incredible new idea that he has kind of put out to the world and put out on Kickstarter. And I thought, man, I hope my friends know this exists. If you don't know Kickstarter, we will talk about it a little bit in the podcast. But an easy way to explain Kickstarter is it's a great way for people who have an idea that need some funds raised. They put it up on Kickstarter. They say they need an X amount of money. And that's what they try to raise. If they don't hit that amount of money, they don't get any of it. If they hit that amount of money or exceed it, then everyone who donated towards it it draws from their credit card and the people are able to go after the thing they did. I've done a couple of Kickstarters for friends that I've supported and just some really cool stuff I've seen on the Kickstarter side. I have a friend who got a really interesting cooler that like was really expensive, but it was a really nice cooler with like speakers and stuff in it, but it was a Kickstarter campaign first. So Jeremy is a man of a bazillion ideas. And one of them, the one that he's going to talk to us about today is the Purpose Hotel. And that is thepurposehotel.com. I think you're going to really be blown away by this idea if you haven't already seen or heard about it. It is, I've never heard anything like it, honestly. And so I just thought this is the kind of friend I want to introduce to my friends who are listening. So um, I hope you really enjoy this conversation with Jeremy Cowart and learning about the Purpose Hotel. Do you know if there are any waters or bottles? Are you sure? Uh, there's no bottles, but I can get you uh, a Yeah, anything is fine. Thank I'll you. Appreciate it. You're such a so embarrassing. I should have water as the podcast host. This is bringing back weird memories. I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this fun fact about me, but I grew up like as a professional studio vocalist. I don't know that. I didn't know you and your brother sang. I didn't know you grew no, up. No, like literally when any any publishing uh, Methodist publishing house or Lifeway or at the time it was what was it called before? I, don't I know. did all the youth stuff, so I literally grew up in studios. And so anytime I 
hear myself through mics, and I, I don't know. It just brings, like, suddenly brings up memories. Middle C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I would always do this. I, would always, I thought it was so cool to wrap my cord in a little and a little this. I would just do that the whole always. time. Always. Just in and out the whole time. Yeah. Wow. So weird. Jeremy. Anyway. How fancy. So fancy. Um, we'll go ahead and start talking, and when he brings you your water... As you need, <laughs> you can drink it. Thank you. Oh, in a glass glass, Jesse. Sure, wow. No. That is so fancy. Absolutely. You're my hero. All right, man. Jeremy, let me tell you about the That Sounds Fun podcast real quick so that you kind of understand. I just talk about what I think is fun. Okay. And I just have my friends on. That's it. Yeah. So the beautiful part of that is that the listener knows, my friends who are listening know, that you're my actual friend, mm-hmm. and this is actually something I think is cool. Yes. So um, so that's one of the reasons that when we had this opportunity to grab you for a minute, I was like, I absolutely want you cool. on the podcast. So um, I think the first thing you should tell people is what my name is in your telephone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell the story without laughing hysterically. That's great. So Annie in my phone goes by the tooth fairy. <laughs> That's right. Because when any of my children lose a tooth, they get a call from the tooth fairy, a.k.a. Annie Downs. Right. So literally, first name in my iPhone is tooth. Last name, <laughs> last name is fairy. So anytime Annie texts And me, I have a great picture, too. And she has this little perfectly... Uh, it's an- like Glinda the Good Witch. It kind of looks like yeah. her pink and fairy-like. It's like a little and- gif of a fairy. Mm-hmm. So Annie is a, mm-hmm. is a fairy named Tooth in That's my right. iPhone. Until your children start realizing that they want to like text me and you go, text the Tooth. F- oh, no. Yeah. And then it's, so we've got two kids who've lost almost all their teeth probably-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the We've really crossed ones. through but the we're, little ones. We're leaving out, though, that when they call the Tooth Fairy. It's She's a, terrible. Is a British Tooth Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> it is Miss Doubtfire. Yes, yeah, so it's it a British accent. So t- I could not believe I was in a hotel. The first time we did it, I was in a hotel. I guess y'all were in a car because I was on speaker. And we, the three of us were laughing so hard. I mean, I was like, what am I doing? Why did I do Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire's voice? Phone and my poor kids are like, why are mom and dad laughing so hard? This is amazing. I'm talking <laughs> to the tooth fairy. Why is this funny instead of just incredible? Right. But the truth is, it's because I was Miss Doubtfire. What a dumb go-to. You are. Because I'm are. terrible at it, too. I'm terrible at the, the accent. The most amazing tooth fairy I've <laughs> ever. Worse. I hate it so much. Uh, I, think, I think your listeners should hear... Your, oh, gosh. Your, your okay, let me think accent. if I can get her. <laughs> Hello, children. You've lost your teeth. I mean, it's so bad. It's just so bad. I, I'm embarrassed doing it at all. I'm embarrassed every oh, time. Man. Oh, it's the worst. So, um, so I think it's fun to tell people that I started. The reason I even know you and your wife and your family is because a friend of mine was going to nanny for you and then couldn't. And I needed a job. This is 2009, I think. Because um, didn't Help Portrait start in 10? Or 2009 was the first year. Was the first portrait. year, yeah. So that mm-hmm. so I started that January nannying for your kids, and then um, then we started help portrait. You started help portrait. I was just there. I remember you came home from work one day and you said, "I have this idea. I just need someone." Do you remember that you said, "I need someone who can like help me write it"? And I was like, "You do you know I'm a writer besides being a nanny?" <laughs> and so that's amazing. That's how we started with help portrait. Kind of tell people what help portrait is. Yeah, Help Portrait was a super simple idea, really, to use photography to do photo shoots of people in need. Um, and not only do photo shoots, but, like, print the pictures right there um, and 
print them and frame them and give them away, and that's it. Um, since then, we now do the hair and makeup. We try to feed them. We give them clothes. All kind. Of, it's basically a full day of glam. And it's worldwide <laughs> now. Yeah, and it's all yeah. over the all over the world. We, which is I think incredible. We, I think we've done it now. Our, our volunteers have done it over seventy countries, which has been crazy. It is almost silly to me how you have ideas and you say them out loud, <laughs> and then in a few years, it's happening in seventy countries. It's right? Nuts. Yeah. I mean. Because you started graphic design, right, mm-hmm. to photography, and now you just – you're an ideas guy? I mean, what's your title now? I mean, you're still a photographer, but – I've got on Twitter idea chaser because that feels more truth. It feels more true to what it is. Like, uh, I guess it could be ideas guy, but that sounds arrogant, where idea chaser to me is like, you know, truly, I feel like God just whispers little things to all of us. Sure. But I'm the one stupid enough to go around just, you know, frantically chasing them mm-hmm. all, trying to bring them to, to reality. And I say stupid because it's as glorious as it is. It's also not the best idea to think you can do everything. <laughs> is it, though? But uh, but I'm that guy who's, who's always running around trying to make them all happen. Yeah. So for every idea that's like a help portrait that works or that – gets given to the public sector, how many stay in your house or in your inbox or don't get out? There's a lot. Uh, there's there's a whole lot. And frankly, it makes me sad to think that I can't pursue a lot more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just try to, several things. I run them by my wife, who yeah. you're very good friends with as yes. well. Um, see what she thinks. Then I run them by my business manager and my team. Um People like you and Kyle Chowning uh, to see what y'all think. And then I usually wait because all ideas feel genius at first. Yeah. But if you wait a couple months, usually you'll know. You'll have more wisdom. So okay. do you wait when you to run it by your people? Do you, do you let it, like, I mean, you and Shannon probably talk about it right away. But do you, like, how long until you talk to your business manager? How long until Michael knows, until um, Kyle and I know, until? Typically, it's pretty quick. I'll always run it by Shannon first because yeah. I'll get home from work that right. day and, like, tell her. And then uh, I usually, if I'm super excited about it, which is usually the case, I'll tell Michael about it in our next meeting. The next day, yeah, whenever. Yeah, whenever. Um, then I'll usually just kind of sim- try to simmer on it. Like right mm-hmm. now, I had an idea. You have another one already. Oh, man, it's oh. scary. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, <laughs> truly the, the social network of the future that's using this whole augmented reality world mm. we're living in now. And um but it's so big that it would um, it would like literally only Google, Apple, or Facebook could execute this idea. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, whoa. But it makes so much sense. Do you sense. have a notebook? Do you write them all down I so you don't Ever- forget? I use Evernote. Oh, yeah, you do. Don't mm-hmm. I know that? You use Evernote. <laughs> so you Hardcore. just have like a folder called ideas. Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah. Let's think about there's one of my friends who's listening is sitting at home. She's... 30. She's a mom of two kids. And she's had this one idea kind of percolating about something she could do for her family or something she's always dreamed of doing. It's not a job. It's literally an idea. It's like, Mm. what if people started blank? You know, Um, what's what's the first thing she should do now? Um, I would say the first thing she needs to do is to realize that she's never going to be ready. Mm. <laughs> it's, she's, it's never going to be the right time. She's never going to have, have enough money. She's never going to have the right connections, enough right. connections. Like none of those things are ever going to be what she thinks they should be. Mm-hmm. So just start. Like yeah. you just have to start putting one foot in front of the other. I mean, that's what I've learned over and over and over. Like I told myself for three years that I can't build a hotel. You yeah. Know? But finally, I just started 
just walking, you yeah. know, just one foot in front of the other. And to see the dominoes fall, I'm, I'm mixing all kinds of fun analogies. I'm into um, it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it just, it just has started happening. It's, yeah. it's like God, uh, you know, it's like, oh, cool, you finally decided, decided to, do, to do this. I'll do the rest. And it's, oh, just been, right. it's just been happening. So that's part. I was just reading a book uh, this morning. Of a, from a friend of ours that's coming out soon, and and she talks about how when the Is- Israelites stepped into the water is when the water parted, hmm, yeah. right? Like it's not like they got to stand on the shore and go like, watch it part. Like the the priest had to walk into the water, mm-hmm. not knowing it was even going to part. Literally, God said, "Walk into the river," and they're like, "What?" Yeah. And then you, and then when you walk in the li- river is when the water parts. That's exactly what it feels like. Yeah, it's mind blowing. I mean, the, literally since day one, it's just yep, green lights everywhere. Go. Yeah. Okay, so. so let's talk about Purpose Hotel. I think this is one of the reasons I wanted you to tell my friends who are listening about it is I feel like this is something my people want to be a part of. The idea that I get to be on the wall of every hotel for the rest <laughs> of forever is right. thrilling to me. But that's because <laughs> I'm a seven and I love myself. Whatever. But. Um, Kind of give me kind of a big over overarching idea. Arching, arcing. I never know which one to say there. All of the above. Do you know? <laughs> arching, <Yes>. arching. <laughs> give me the give me both of them. Give me the arcing and the arching <laughs> idea over Purpose Hotel. Uh, the idea is to build a global hotel chain that uh, where everything inside the building is connected to a greater cause or nonprofit. So by choosing this hotel, you would essentially be, quote, unquote, changing the world in your mm-hmm. sleep. Mm-hmm. With one decision, you know, with one hotel stay, you would be supporting 100 causes and nonprofits. And that stay would support 100 people around the world. So and then the more you multiply that hotel, that's why we want it to be a chain, not just one building. But there's going to be so much change affected by one building that the more you amplify that and multiply it, the more change happens. Oh, sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, the room keys would tell the story of the giving keys, be connected to the giving keys. Every room I would sponsor. I know, me too. Every, every room would sponsor a child through Compassion International. Internet fee would fight human trafficking through International Justice Mission. Room service would provide a meal uh, for a child through Food for the Hungry. Uh, all the artwork would be by our weld friends yeah. and humanitarian artists yeah. and photographers. Um, I mean, the list is, is a yeah. mile long. So, what'd you, so talk about the night that you stayed in a hotel and you thought, I could mm-hmm. build this. Yeah, it was a meeting. It was just a random meeting with Visco, the iPhone app yeah. company. We were doing a photo shoot that day in Los Angeles, and um, I noticed the room number on the wall was designed like an old school name tag. Uh-huh. Said, Hello, my name is room, room 121. And I just thought, oh, that's cool. They reinvented or rethought what the name tag should look like. It was yeah. just super simple. But it was in that moment I was like, man, what if there was a story that you felt connected to, something greater that connected the lonely traveler to, say, a lonely child uh, around the world. And that's when I had the idea for child sponsorship. Yeah. So if a room could give even a dollar or two dollars a night to that child. can you imagine? Yeah. And then you multiply that times 400 rooms in a building times, you know. 365 nights in a year right. to multiple hotels. I mean, that's a massive... Yeah, I bet Compassion's kissing you on the mouth, <laughs> thinking that that's, you know? Yeah, they're pretty excited about it. So Okay, so the goal is hotels around the world, just like a Hilton or a... Yeah. And this is not sponsored by Hilton, just by, just like any other hotel, but every room, you, every decision you make. So did you seriously sit down and think through... 
from check-in to check-out mm-hmm. and go like, here's how we help somebody here. Here's how we help somebody there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even even when you check out the receipts, we'll show your your impact around the world. I show, love like, that. Itemized, you know, listing. Yeah, and the more you stay, it builds, right? Yeah. Yeah, your, your running account. Now. Yeah, we're gonna put the video in the show notes and um, on my blog and cool. on YouTube, so people can watch the video too. But on YouTube, nope, on <laughs> iTunes, so we can show the video too. But the fact that you can watch. As your impact grows, where you go like, oh, I've stayed because in my life I stay in a hotel a hundred nights a year, hundred and twenty nights a year, and if I if I got to start saying like, hey, I only stay in purpose hotels, yeah, and then for a hundred and twenty nights a year, I'm, I mean, that's more than I can give a compassion kid out of my pocket. It's true, right? Yeah. And, and all I'm doing is staying in their hotel. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Okay, so so the the idea is rad, obviously, and it's huge. What's the like immediate plan? immediate plan if our kickstarter goal is met um Mm -hmm. uh we will get together what we're calling our studio phase which is um the goal and the challenge with this hotel is that we're rethinking everything about it right it's not just we're attaching all the cool causes even from the business system like we're truly reinventing the hotel so the initial phase will start up our studio phase which is a um Collaboration of the best thinkers in town, basically. Mm-hmm. Designers, architects, web people, um, people who can build these systems we need. Just bring together and basically be able to employ everybody to go. You okay. Know, the, the architects, the, the whole thing. Yeah. Just everybody go. Let's bring this thing to life. Because right now it's to life in our heads. Yeah. But we need to bring it to life with architectural renderings and mm-hmm. build it all mm-hmm. out. and. And then by the land, and then you know, it just it basically gets it all going, you know. Um, and you so, want to do it here in Nashville, the first one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, um, I love Nashville because obviously I was literally born downtown Nashville. I'm, yeah, I've been here my whole life. Um, but two, it's obviously such a loving, giving city, and I love the I love that Starbucks was started in Seattle, like a little small, yeah. smaller market, and so I love the idea of a hotel like this starting here. But then obviously logistically we can drive 20 minutes <laughs> right, to the hotel right. every day. Like. Right. If you try to start it in Boise, mm-hmm. it would be a little bit of a challenge <laughs> getting there. Yes, yes. We would we would need Baxter the dog to bark twice. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Just randomly thought of that. Um, but we w- definitely want to put one in Boise. We're just mm, saying that. Nothing against right. you, Boise. Nothing against We just can't Boise. start in Boise. Right. I um And I think it's neat because what I'm starting to see – um, and you are you probably see this even more than I do, is that uh, what happens in Nashville bleeds out. Mm-hmm. And Nashville is starting to become like a, really in L.A. and New York and Nashville. That's why there's everything here is called Third Coast now, because what we say and do kind of influences for sure the southeast yep. as well as out into other places. So I think it's really smart to start. I support that part. I support the whole thing. <laughs> good, good. I'm a Kickstarter backer. Um, so what is it? Yeah, talk, let's talk about Kickstarter a little bit because there are some of my friends who are listening who have never done Kickstarter. So it feels like, so I'm cutting you a check for nothing? Like, what does that mean? And, and P.S., you can't write a check for Kickstarter. <laughs> right. Now, the beautiful thing online. about Kickstarter is you back our campaign for whatever amount of money you want, but nothing gets charged. Yeah. 
until and if we meet our goal. So, which I think is September 2nd, everybody's accounts September would be 2nd. would be charged yeah. for whatever they pledge. Yeah. So, yeah, no money comes out of your anybody's accounts right now. Yeah. And if our goal isn't met, yeah. then they don't get charged anything. So. Yeah, which is so high stress for you and for high stress for the people on the Kickstarter side. Major, yeah. yeah. To be like, we need $2 million. Mm-hmm. And if we don't hit that, we get nothing. We get $0. Yeah, yes. it's not like you get my $70. Or you get someone else's two thousand dollars, you get nothing. Yeah, we get nothing. Yeah, and so that's cool. And I'm and I'm li- <laughs> very cool. So cool. It's also cool because I'm literally putting my career on the line. Because by telling everybody on social media, as much as I'm telling, hey, I'm building a hotel. I'm also saying, hey, I'm not shooting anymore. Yeah, at least that's what it. That's what they hear, whether that's, that's true hear, or not. Right? Yeah, and so. So, yeah, work is coming to a screeching halls. So, yeah, wow. I'm, like, quite literally walking in faith right now. It's yeah. Pretty, it's pretty wild. What does it say to you about God, What this process? Um, oh, gosh, all kinds of things. I mean, I, I, I've never at this level walked in faith like this. I've never pursued something this bold, but it's such a— um, truly, to me, a God idea because I, I think that ideas— are so obviously God when they they hit you in the head in the blink of an eye. And when you, like it'd be one thing to say, I walked in a meeting and we brainstormed, what could we do next? What career thing could I do that would be fun and great and make money? Oh, we came up with a hotel. It didn't work like that. When, you, when you're just going about your business and something knocks you over the head, like the rest of the world calls that genius. Mm. But I, I just, I, I don't understand or see that way. I think that that's God saying, here is what I've given you, especially when it's helping the world, especially mm-hmm. when it's like mm-hmm. this big and this impact making around the world. Yeah. Like to me, that that is God. That is the Lord yeah. speaking. Um, and uh, and so I just, I don't know, I'm just trying to be a good steward of it. And for nine months, I've just seen him doing all the work. It just feels yeah. like it's all him. And so now we've, we've, put this out there we're saying all right here's the number that, that felt you know like like it was best and we're to, as of this morning we hit four hundred thousand. Oh my gosh which is great that's great yeah um somebody amazingly made a fifteen thousand backing level this morning it was um, me i've been meaning to tell you i wanted to tell you live amazing wow i just gave you fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> that is incredible so, Thank you, Annie. Yeah, well, wow. And you're having me on your podcast. And I'm introducing you to all my friends. You're so. like a walking double rainbow right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. It was actually not me. Whoever that was is hugely yeah, yeah. generous. That is incredible. So, yeah, we and, – and truly, like, to, to, to be in a place where I have to rely, like, on my community is mm-hmm. just so cool and so fun to watch that come to life because, I mean, I have a, a whatever decent following, but <laughs> – I, I've maximized that. Like, I can't yeah. tweet. I don't think any of my followers know or don't, don't know yeah. about the hotel. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm done. Like, yeah. my hands are tied. Like, it's up to the world and community to respond. I mean, obviously, I'll keep promoting it, but I know that my community knows. Yeah. So it is out. It and is the, out it's there. just not very often that people – I think a lot of times people have – dreams and ideas, it's not very often that people invite us into their dreams and ideas. Because I dream about writing books, but I don't invite thousands and millions of people in to be a part of that. You have had a dream that you that is incredible. This idea is incredible and massive, but you've been really kind to invite us into it. 
That's cool. I think that's really that really matters to me. That's what I mean. Besides loving y'all and wanting to be a part of and supporting what you do, I thought, no, this is something that anybody could have said to me. Like, hey, we're going to build a hotel that actually does good and gives instead of takes, and you can be a part of that. I would have been a part of that. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I, I think it's really cool to invite other people into your brave moments like that. Um, Something I've seen in the last few years is you lost your brother, Mike, a couple of years ago. And it feels like after Mike passed away that you catapulted into a new level of faith. Hmm. Is that do you see that in your life? Do you it feels like things stopped being normal? Uh, Yeah, that's an interesting observation. And I would say that it's true uh, because. Something about his death, and by the way, it's weird that you bring that up. I literally dreamed last night that he was alive again. Oh, that's like awful. we hung out all night. It, it, it's it's amazing and it's awful because then mm. you wake up and you realize like, oh my gosh, like yeah. that was. Um, but it's also like the sweet, almost truly God thing to like just yeah. connect with my brother again while I was sleeping, and, and it was so real. And it was like <laughs> we were both laughing, like, dude, it's so amazing you came back to life. Like no one, <laughs> like no human has ever done this. How is this right. possible? Besides Jesus, uh, and he was wow. just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, um, he would. Right, he'd go right back to teaching Zumba. I loved when he would be like, Annie, why have you never been to my Zumba class? I'd be like, because you are a dude. I don't know how to t- take Zumba from a dude. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Love yeah, it. that guy was forever 18 years old. Yeah. Um, no, but I think the I think his death just made me super realize how short life is. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I could, like, uh, he and I are built so much the same, yeah. like the way our bodies work, and we both look like our mom, and um, I don't know, I just always feel like my time is coming to an end. I always mm. feel like it's I could go tomorrow too. Yeah. Which I think is... Um, it's not a bad place to be. I think there's a lot of good that can come from that. And, um, yeah, you know, I did see you, which is a way to record all my knowledge, not because yeah. I think I'm that cool or that special, but because I think it's just a fascinating concept. Like what if all of us, every person from every background, documented their Everything thoughts and their feelings yeah. and their wisdom. And I mean, we're already doing that through social media. But I just became fascinated with the idea of, like, what if I could wa- sit down and watch videos of my great-grandfather right. teaching how to, like, fix a car or mm-hmm. do whatever he did. But that's not possible. But it's possible for us to do that. Mm-hmm. But nobody really is thinking about four generations from now. Right. Like, that our future grandkids will be studying us and Googling us. And you said that so early in social media to me mm-hmm. where you were like, I mean, our kids are going to have, like, a – living timeline of our lives and i was like he's right yeah like long before mike when i i mean really when i was still working for y'all it was like oh yeah jeremy that's interesting yeah yeah and it's it's like everything you say like who knows even a random facebook post of you going off like could could show up in google searches you know decades from now like what were your child i also think there's a whole another level of the things that parents say about their children on social media that one day a child is going to somehow read or find. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what if, you know, we all have emotional issues from the things our kids, our parents said as children. But what about that next layer of what it being ab- written down? What about yeah. the things your parents say when you were a kid, but then you read as an adult and it changes your perception of how mm. they thought of you? Yeah. Right? So I'm always That's hyper aware terrifying. of how I'm speaking about my children yeah. online. So C-University, S-E-E, university.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And so that came directly after Mike. I mean, that was like a born out of that loss. Truly. But I, I mean, I feel like it has just been maybe that catapulted something else in you. I don't know. Maybe you'd have done Purpose Hotel either way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it certainly has had a massive impact. I mean, I literally think about it daily, and I always feel I almost lost my mom this year, too. She also had a heart attack, and um, truly, nearly, we nearly lost her. She ended up having a quadruple bypass. So between the two of them, I just, yeah, I just have this crazy, like, I got to... I got to go. I got to do these yeah. these things. And, I, you know, part of the hotel is like I'm creating future jobs for my children. Like yeah. it's so much bigger than just let's do this cool idea. Like I feel like I'm providing for my entire extended family. Mm-hmm. And um, It's very Garth all- Brooks of you. That's what he <laughs> talks about too. Oh, really? About how he's been able to provide for generations. I just did six shoots this year with Garth Brooks. I saw that. Are y'all besties? <laughs> we are totes besties. I knew it. I saw the pictures. I was like, I'm so jealous. Did you meet Trisha too? Yeah, I did. She came on one of our shoots. Is she awesome? They are. It's so cliche for a photographer to sit here and say, oh, my celebrity clients are so nice. They're all so great, you know. (laughs) And so, and I do say that about pretty much all of my clients. But uh, Garth Brooks is another level of of kind and gracious, like always helping my assistants load gear and insistent on – then, uh, okay, I'll tell you the story real quick. So my assistant, Alexis, mm-hmm. um, like, walked up to Garth after our first shoot. It was the first day. She's like, um, I know you have a concert coming up. I would love to from a, I would love to go and see a concert. Like, super nervous about yeah. it. And he was like, okay, do me a favor. Um, text this number. So she texts a number, and it's his phone. His phone vibrates in his oh. pocket, and that's his cell phone. And he says, uh, and so the next week, he said, follow up with me next week. So next week comes around. She didn't follow up because she was too nervous All to right. text Garth Brooks. Sure. So he texts her and says, hey, where where is your request? And she, so she's like, uh, I guess I want three tickets. And then he texts back. He says, are you serious? All you want is three? Don't you have like a middle school boyfriend or something? <laughs> I said, no, seriously. How many tickets do you want? And I think she ended up getting a bunch more. And he had them all like oh backstage gosh. with him the whole time at his show. And like that is. Who Garth, he is. Yeah, that's who he is. It's. Truly, truly mind blowing. Did you tell him about Purpose Hotel? I did. Yeah. He yeah. What do you think? Yeah. He th- he he loves. He it. gave fifteen thousand dollars today. <laughs> he gave. Yeah. <laughs> no. He, he we don't know big, who that is. I feel like I'm jokingly dishonoring someone who's been very generous. <laughs> yeah. We are so grateful no, that you gave fifteen thousand uh, dollars. He today. is uh, one of a kind. Yeah, I'm glad that to know that's true of him because that's what I imagine in my heart mm-hmm. is that he would be incredible. Yeah. Um, okay. Tell us how we can partner with Purpose Hotel. Um. Well, as of today, there's 24 days left. Uh, so this is coming out in two days. So 22 days left. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, back the campaign. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Um, social media is the next obvious thing. Like tweet about it, Instagram stories, Snapchat, whatever. Um, then beyond that, uh, obviously, dinner conversations. Lunch. We just need the word to get out. We're realizing like with any advertising, it's like – there's always going to be a certain percentage that actually responds. Sure. So the only way to make that percentage extend is more exposure. So like yeah. I just need people to be people just talking. need to know. Yeah. I know that's know. why I wanted you to come tell us because I thought I think my friends will love this because mm-hmm. it does not take much to be involved and for the rest of our lives when this works and we see Purpose Hotel we'll be like I know I'm in Beijing staying in a Purpose Hotel and. 
10 years ago, mm-hmm. I was part of the reason this happened. Yeah, that, that's part of the thing I'm fascinated with is like to be able to say, oh, yeah, I helped start Starbucks or I helped yeah. start Nike or like when I fly over New York City, I'm just like all those thousands and thousands of buildings were all built the same way yeah. with a bank and a loan or investors like this could be done so differently. Yeah. And this could be done with broke you know, single moms or college students right. or kids with a picky bank. Like, yep. I love the idea of the story starting from all of us. Mm-hmm. What There's, is um, the social media for it? How do we find it it's online? just at The Purpose Hotel. The Purpose Hotel. And, and ThePurposeHotel.com. Yeah. Although PurposeHotel.com still goes to the same place. So. Well, aren't y'all smart? <laughs> Don't y- aren't y'all working that SEO? Well <laughs> done. Trying. And you're Jeremy at Jeremy Cowart on mm-hmm. all the things. Well, I'm just at Jeremy Cowart. Let's not give out my email. <laughs> oh, my gosh, right. <laughs> You're Jeremy Here's his Jeremy. phone number. Hold on just a second. If you have more questions. Also, here's Garth's phone number. I yeah. have them both. So <laughs> um, thank you for telling us about it. And thanks yeah. for inviting us in. I I think you know this, but you, our friendship and you, how you live makes me take my dreams more seriously. So cool. And makes me take my ideas more seriously. And I'm really grateful. Well, we're slightly proud of you as well. Well, thank you. Our, our tooth fairy babysitter <laughs> is now famous. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so we can say we're part of the no story, way. too. Garth Brooks is famous. I just have a podcast that my friends listen to. So, all right. Well, thank you. Thanks for being on here. Of course. Doesn't that sound amazing? The idea that there will be hotels around the world that every single piece of it, everything you do, where you sleep, the art on the walls, the keys for the doors, they are all going to have purpose and do something to help someone in need. I just think that is like crazy. I think it's crazy. I think it's so insane and so cool. Now, here's the challenge to us. I would love to see a bunch of my friends, you guys, getting on board with us. And again, Jeremy's trying to raise $2 million, right? So personally, I donated on the $75 level, and I would love for you to join me there because guess what? This is so cool. Everyone who donates on the $75 level, you are, I think it's called a co-founder maybe? You can look at the website, thepurposehotel.com, and know for sure. But your face, your picture is in every hotel in the world. Every Purpose Hotel will have all the pictures of the (laughs) co-founders. I think that's really cool. And I would love, love, love if your name was up there with mine. So all you have to do is go to thepurposehotel.com, thepurposehotel.com, and that'll redirect you to the Kickstarter and I would love, my hope is that, is that I would love to see like a hundred of us decide that, yeah, that's worth a one-time donation of $75 this month. It's the beginning of the month, so you have, maybe have a little extra cash. But I would love to see a hundred of us decide like, yeah, I want to be a part of this thing Jeremy is building. You can give way more than that if you want to, like the $15,000 generous person or like Garth Brooks. But I just would love to see you get to be a part of this with me. I think, just like I said to Jeremy, I think this is one of those things that we are going to look back and go, I am so glad I was on the ground floor of that. Oh, hotel joke, ground floor. But really, I am so glad that I was a part of that from the very beginning because of who it helps. And y'all know the fact that the rooms support Compassion Kids blesses my soul because I love Compassion. I partner with Compassion. I have two Compassion Kids in Ecuador. I just absolutely love that they are providing for Compassion Kids just as a start. I mean, just... 
the video that is linked on my blog and in the show notes, you should watch it because it really gives a great overview of a billion different ideas that they have, all these different ways that they see the Purpose Hotel doing good. And make sure you check out Jeremy Cowart. It's an at Jeremy Cowart, C-O-W-A-R-T, across all social media platforms. He has tons of new videos they're putting out about Purpose Hotel as they are trying to drive more traffic and more interest to this idea. And listen, it would mean a ton to me if you would support it at the $75 level or something higher and or if you would share about it on your social media. You can say, hey, I heard about this on the That Sounds Fun podcast and I'm totally in. Or tag Jeremy or just share your people. I'm telling you, you know your friends. I know my friends. My friends are going to be into this. I think your friends are going to be into this. So make sure you share. And just like Jeremy said, just like over dinner or when you're in the teacher's lounge at school or when you get off this treadmill. Nice job, by the way, being on the treadmill. I'm very proud of you. When you get off this treadmill and you're talking to the guy who's checking you out at the gym and making sure you're returning your towel, tell him about the Purpose Hotel. It is just one of those things that... I'm not trying to be overdramatic, but you know me. But this idea that I'm just not sure that a lot of things like this opportunity come around in our lives. And so I want to be a part of it. I am a part of it. I want you to join me. So thepurposehotel.com. Hey, listen, if you need to get in touch with me, I'm super easy to find, embarrassingly so probably. My social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all the places is Annie F as in fancy, Annie F Downs. That's also my website, AnnieFDowns.com. If you need anything from me, I'm easy to find. We would love... And Snapchat, listen, I'm just ridiculous on Snapchat. And my assistant Eliza's ridiculous. April's... I mean, we are just... We maybe were born for Snapchat. I can't know, but it works out really great for us. So um, I'm actually snapping right now while I'm talking to you. What? I'm actually on Snapchat currently videoing this. So we hope you have enjoyed today's podcast with Jeremy Coward. I hope you will check out... The Purpose Hotel and become a partner. Get involved with this really cool thing. And again, it's thepurposehotel.com. So thanks again for joining us. I hope that you had fun today listening to the podcast. I hope you will be a part of this. And until next time, make sure you go out and do something really fun today. Bye, y'all.